Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I don't love cats, but I like them a lot. If they're normal. And Paula. You're going to like it for a minute, and then you're going to be like, oh my God. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 83. I'm already sick of you. (laughs) Second week in a row with producer Dub because Paula is taking a vacation. I don't, here's the thing I literally lost intestines. I was in the hospital and I only took a week off. I did not get the privilege or the luxury of a two-week vacation, and I somehow crawled my way to this quote-unquote studio to do the show. But you know what? She submitted the request. I approved it. So she's on vacation. This isn't really about her. This is about this is about you. Me. <laughs> it's like I couldn't find anybody to replace you. So here you oh, are. Great. Great. So welcome to The Ugly Truth. Hello, listeners. Hi, iHeartRadio listeners, Stitcher, iTunes, and website, and wherever else you may be collecting our podcast. Hello, and thank you for listening. Thank you for the downloads. Our downloads are way up, and we really appreciate you spreading the word, following us on Twitter and Facebook. All of our likes and follows are are going up, and we're super, super excited about the uh, uptick. Right, Producer Deb? It's all me. Nobody was listening before last week. God. Well, (laughs) we we have you here to somehow try to garner more male listeners. But I will (laughs) warn you that our female listeners are all incredibly attractive. And so the male listeners we are aware of are very good looking. So new listeners, better keep yourself together because we have an incredibly attractive listening audience. And the standards are high. And we never settle. Hey, question. So why wouldn't I attract more female listeners? Um, because you talk about sports oh. and stuff that girls, well, I mean, I enjoy it, but I can't, you know, like last night when you were telling me, you were giving me the play-by-play of the Dodgers game and I could give two fucks and you figured that out very quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I so didn't care. I'm like, I don't even know why you're talking to me as if I care. I don't understand it. Well, in the interest really of the don't. show, I did study up on my chick gossip so we'll see we'll see so quickly i know this is a sensitive subject but i wanted to discuss it in the intro because it was quite alarming to me last week we had an incredibly busy evening when we were sleeping basically the dogs were going insane there was a cat fight we smelled a skunk but nothing no death occurred thank god no dead skunks but There was some activity going on in the far corner of our backyard where the skunks generally come in. And our dog, Bodega, our husky, was going insane. He was barking. And it was a weird bark because, you know, we know dogs have different barks. 
And yes. for our dog specifically, we know when there's a person in the backyard or we know when it's an animal. And this one was a vicious person bark that we haven't actually ever heard. And so then the neighbor's two dogs, I think they're hunting dogs, they started freaking out. And I'm like, well, what the hell's back there? And you got up and you went out onto the deck to look. And then the neighbor with the hunting dog started yelling at whoever was over there. There were two dudes trying to get into our backyard. And our dog was ready to rip their face off. He was not He was not happy in a way that's unusual for huskies. And that's what made us a little nervous when I was out uh, looking on the deck. But we have a, a, you know, a wood fence and the trees kind of cover everything from our angle. So it's difficult to see anything right. on the other side of the fence. But the other neighbor, this kind of kitty corner to us, he has a chain link fence so he can see into this easement where his dogs were. And he just lost it. So Yeah, he basically said, that ain't a shortcut. What are you guys doing back there? And they mumbled something. And he said, if you don't get out of here, you're going to get shot or beat up. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, and they luckily they did turn around and leave because, you know, two guys, that's one thing. Um, one is one thing, but two is quite another. And it was a little alarming. So the next day, I'm like, you know what? And you and I have talked about this. Um, you know, our goal is to move to the Napa Valley, get a little bit of property and kind of, you know, die there someday. And so, you know. Yeah, let's go to die. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the show, but I have always wanted lambs. I've always wanted sheep. I don't want a ton. I don't want to be some weird she sheeper person. But <laughs> Shepherd? Yeah, well, I don't mind being a shepherd, but I don't want like a huge flock of them. Uh, you don't want it as a profession. Well, it's a, I want it to be a hobby. I want to learn right, how to make right, cheese right. and stuff. I think it'd be great. Sure. I don't want to kill my sheep. I just want to have them. And so g moving to the Napa Valley, there are areas where you can buy a little bit of land and you could easily do that. Sure. So the thing is, is that there's it is wild out there. There are areas that are fairly rural out in the valley. And so you need protection. Now, we can get dogs when you have lambs and sheep, they suggest llamas because llamas are actually very good guard creatures for these types of flocks. But the reality is, is that we're going to need a gun. We'll need a rifle because there are mountain lions and coyotes and all kinds of things out there. Mm -hmm. And although it wouldn't be my preference to kill a creature, I don't want them killing my lambs. Right. So I have no. to. So I told you not too long ago that I really wanted to learn how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Now I have shotguns in the past, but not not a rifle, and never at a like a place where I would pay someone to teach me how to do it. So after this event occurred earlier this week, I'm like, you know what? I really think we should just get a rifle. I think we should get one. I want one really bad because I'm, you know, we do get a lot of critters. We do get, you know, the, the occasional drunks from the bar down the street. Not that I would shoot one. I'm just saying that you just never know, and so. I think that's what those two guys were, by the way. Drunks? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the police would be cleaning up their corpses if they had made the effort to get into our yard because <laughs> our dog would have ripped their throat out, which would have been fine by me. Yeah. So, you know, I know you're not a big fan of firearms in the house because, you know, your dad was a cop. You know, there's there's some history. There's some reasons why sure. it's not your favorite thing. But and I'm not even thinking about it necessarily to protect family specifically like someone's going to get into our house but more our property like i feel like 
if I get the gun and I learn how to do it now, when we move, I'll be way more experienced. I'll be comfortable with it. It won't be such a scary because I'm, you know, it is a scary thing to me to know how to clean and shoot and take care of a rifle. But I don't want a handgun. I want like a like a rifle. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Well, <laughs> is this I mean, another one of my crazy schemes? No, it's it's not crazy. I just I mean, I like for me. If we were to do it, it would be more about protection for the family because there's nothing property-wise that is irreplaceable. Right. So, I mean, but if by property you mean people coming on our yeah. land and house and, and threatening us, I think the family yes. is the end game, right? I mean, that's yes. that's kind of what, you know, so I, I mean, I could get that. I mean, especially, uh, like you said, if we're living in a little more rural area and things like that, but... Um, you know, well, we live I, in a pretty rural area now. I mean, we have a lot of activity in the evening. Yeah. We've I, had hobos. We've had, you know, now drunks. We've had every, almost except for coyote, we've had every type of animal. I think if it was in the house and securely locked up and not sitting on a, you know, above the mantle somewhere. Like a gun rack? Like a gun rack. <laughs> I don't even own a gun, let alone to necessitate many guns a gun rack. to necessitate a gun a rack. A gun rack. I know. I, you know, I, I think that it's it's not out of the question per se, but I, it would definitely have to be secured and nobody can get in it but you and I. Right, right. You know, in fact, I'd rather they not even know it, it actually existed. I um, actually so. thought that myself. I thought, you know what, this might be one of those situations where I'm going to take my time because I don't even know what kind I would want. I want to learn how to shoot one. I want to learn how, I mean, I want to know everything about it before I even go to make a purchase I really want to be super comfortable, like dry, learning how to drive. I want to be that comfortable with it yeah, before I, I bring one into the home because I want to know myself that there is no way I can fuck that up. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and there's so, you know the idea, too, that, you know, one of the things that if the situation were different with where I work and stuff like that, I, I'd be a little more opposed to it. But the idea of us, for example, the, you know, the kids have moved out, you know, you're by yourself with a couple of dogs in Sonoma and I'm commuting from the city or something like right, that. Right, right. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it, it's it's making a little more sense to me now than when I worked, you know, three minutes away. And That's true, too. I didn't think time. about that. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, so. I can just see myself, <laughs> I can just see myself with a rifle. <laughs> it's so funny to me. It, it is. <laughs> It is a little daunting. Hey, it'll be fine. <laughs> Just don't worry. I also worry. think we should put a breathalyzer on it. <laughs> on the, I would never grab on it. On the safe. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you you know I would never do that. You sober to open the safe. All right, fine. So, well, all right. So we're going to put a pin in it. Pin in it. And as the journey progresses, I will let you know. And then someday there will just miraculously be a very gorgeous rifle with, I mean, it's going to be so pretty. Wait a minute. Wait a what? minute. What? What? What are we talking gorgeous here? We're not talking like... No pink. Thank you. No, no. I want a black one. And are I we talking a... like like you could go hunting with it? Or are we talking like 22 just to scare people away? <sighs> um, You know what? I was thinking hunting because I needed to be able to kill larger predators. You know? I mean, <laughs> I, I needed to be able to what, what not predator? just maim. Right. What predators? I was just gonna Yeah, well, I mean... Coyotes, mountain lions... <laughs> People. People. I don't think there's any bears in the, in the Sonoma area. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll put a pin in the rifle. Yep. I know that we've been doing this show for a, a little over a year. We're going to be on, I think we're heading up to two years like in February. So it's been, you know. about a year you know, and a half. 
Lamore. It's been a good year and a half. And I had been thinking about the fact that we haven't really revisited a lot of the subject material from the early shows because there are some listeners who have gone back to the almost the very beginning and listened to all of the shows which we totally appreciate and we're very proud of those shows but it doesn't mean that everybody does and since we're getting new listeners literally every week you know they may not understand who you are or why we do what we do or why we say what we say. And I thought, you know, we should revisit some of those things. And when when Paula comes back, we'll probably be doing a little bit of historical discussions on a few items like why do we go, ugh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, some people may not know why we do that or why is it called ugly with two E's, you know. So this week I wanted to do, and it will be very brief because I know it can get boring and we have other things to attend to this week, but producer Dub is my husband. And I basically made him do this podcast. I made him start the process because I knew that podcasting was the unchartered territory of media. And I'm a strong believer in the medium of radio. And we both work in radio. Well, I used to work in radio and then we had children. And so I took a step back and started doing some other things. But producer Dub, you are in the world of radio on the other side the side that actually makes money so unless you're howard stern or some of these syndicated people djs don't make a whole lot of money but you did used to dj right i did i would yeah this will be my first point of radio was december of 89 i went on the air for the first time so that's 88 actually december of 88 so it's i was still in high school yeah 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 i know old man yep little old man little old man Hey, do, you. do the listeners know the story as to how the idea for the podcast came up? Oh, what about the fact that we talk a lot during parties and people started listening to us? Yeah. Yes, we've okay. talked about that oh, fairly okay. briefly, but this is about you. Okay. We're talking about producer Deb today. Oh, that explains why you said it would be boring. Now I get it. I'm going to ask you a few questions and you're going to answer them. So, Deb, mm-hmm. Daryl is your name. Mm-hmm. Where are you originally from? We are based out of Sacramento, but you were not born in Sacramento. I was not. I was ac- I was actually born in uh, Norwalk, California, near Long Beach, but I don't yes. ever remember being there. Yeah, because um, your dad was in the Navy. He was. And so my earliest memories are all in the Bay Area. Yes, you were pretty much raised in the Bay Area. Yeah, East Bay, specifically East Bay. Richmond, so... <laughs> El Cerrito, San Pablo area. I'm from the hood. It's true. It was really funny because the last time your dad was at our home for, uh, I think it was McKenzie's graduation, he was totally dissing you because, you know, your father is a retired police officer and he is very decorated and he has had quite a life in law enforcement. He's one of the good ones. You want him out there. You want those guys out there. Yeah. And um, he's done everything from SWAT team to, you know, motorcycle patrol. He's done it all. Yep. And you were saying, you were saying that, hey, I grew up in the hood. And your dad, because your father has seen the worst of the worst in the underbelly of the East Bay, he knows that you have no idea how bad the East Bay really is because you were protected. You know, you were sheltered. Your parents were really good at keeping you out of the seedy part of that life. And so even with that, you knew it was a rough neighborhood and a rough area. But your dad was like, you have no idea. You are not ghetto. You do not even know. (laughs) Because his perception of where you lived is so different, right? And he's right. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, I went to high school in Richmond. 
um, which was featured on 60 Minutes back in the day for police brutality and gangs. And yeah. and it's actually the reason um, he told me years later why it was such a, a tough kind of city, because it was the closest affordable place in the Bay Area to live to San Quentin Prison. Right. And so so what a lot would of happen the... is the prisoners would get in San Quentin Prison, their families would move to be closer to them. And then also when they got out, that's where they lived. And so it just after years and years and years of that, the, the town got tougher and tougher. I mean, I would think two or three times about going back to where I actually grew up when I was little. Um, it wasn't like that then, but today I, you know, it would be not, you know, not you a would. place I would jump to <laughs> for sure. Well, and you wouldn't go out after dark. No, no, absolutely not. And, no. and, and, you know, I, I, again, I learned about how rough it was from him and others sure. more so than, you know, what I experienced myself, even though that I went to school in Richmond, I went to a private school. <laughs> and so then for college, you came to Sacramento. I did. Yes, you went to Sac State. And what's really funny is that, you know, you did, you knew you wanted to be in radio before you came to Sacramento. Yeah, I, um, I mean, you knew because, oh, wait, what was the story? What what was the story that just made you decide you had to be in radio? Well, I actually, when I was about 14 or 15, I won an album on the radio. A record. A record. Actually, I remember what the record was and I still own it. What is it? It was uh, Depeche Mode, People Are People. Dun. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. <laughs> so I won that and then um, that was the well that was the first time I was in a radio station was to pick up that prize but the first time I was on the radio I actually did one of those you know call in and you can announce the top one of the top five songs kind of thing right. and I called into KMEL in in the Bay Area and I announced the number three song of the night which was Morris Day's Oak Tree Oak Tree Rick Chase na, was the na, jock na, na, na. so what makes this kind of weird is the station I now work at, among many of the stations, uh, are part of the cluster, is KMEL. I literally work for the station that I was first heard on the air on, and I had that recording forever. So it's kind of full circle. Full circle, indeed. Well, okay, so some other questions about you. Do you think I'm fat? Nope. No, you do not. Can you describe yourself in one word? Funny. In my really? own mind. You're going <laughs> to stay with that? I'm a, I'm a good guy. Come on. You are... Describe me in one word. Beautiful. Oh, my God. What? Really? What really? You... That's what you come up with? That's... I feel like you phoned that one in. Was that like... Am I supposed to answer like as quickly, first thing that comes to my mind? Or is yeah, it yeah, just... Yeah, 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 um... yeah. See you too late. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't who... know that that could be done, actually. it's. I don't know that you could... I was going to say ugly, but I don't know that anybody would get it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you think your wife is ugly? Aw, that's so sad. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Having the Ugly Truth app not only helps support the show, you'll also get extra content like our Ugly Cuts. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com slash app. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com slash A-P-P. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. I think, you know, I, I have made it fairly, okay, first of all, I'm attracted to pretty much all men 
in general. I can find something redeeming in any man, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that. I think I'm just always looking for the for the good in people physically. I'm always looking for, you know, I don't know. It's I mean, personality is what makes people ugly to me in general. And so if I don't know them very well, I can look at them and go, oh, they have nice eyes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I started getting to know you, I recognized very quickly that you're kind of a nerd and you're a cute nerd. You're a good looking nerd. You're like Leonard, you know, in at from the Big Bang Theory. My friend. Yeah. You know, it's got nerd in his name, Leonard. Yeah. But I, you know, you were cooler than just your average dorky nerd. But I've always really had huge crushes on nerds in my life. Like, I really am attracted to smart people, super smart men. And so I kind of forget that they're dorky looking. I just don't even see it anymore. And so I've always been super attracted to nerdy guys. Now, when I met you, you were not that good looking. I am going to tell you, you were you were underweight. You had yellow eyes and you didn't know how to dress. (laughs) That's the truth. You can't deny it. You know, it's true. And you had a filthy mouth and you had a goatee that was hideous. Hey, remember, remember when we were about to go on the air and I saw on the outline producer dub 101, the questions. And I said to you, what, what are we doing here? Why, why am I getting grilled? And you're like, absolutely. I will not grill you. you? I'm ugly. I'm yellow eyes. No, (laughs) come on. You used to, I said, Whatever. you used to, and you don't look like that anymore. Now you're really good looking. You're attractive. You're, you're funny. You're, you're reserved in your profanity. I'm re- you're well-rounded. All you're right. a good guy. You're a good catch. Thanks to me. Because <laughs> you weren't like this when I took you out of the box. It took some work to put you together, but you look good now. You're a good, you're, you're a good catch. I did good. And no one, I've ruined you for any other woman, by the way. Why so is don't that? even try. I'm, you've literally, you literally have the best available. Oh, for sure. Literally. I'm custom built, apparently. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. I, you can't. I remember the first time I heard you say that to Paula. Paula was mentioning something about, you know, he treats you great. He's all this kind of stuff. And then what? what is your first response? Oh, Paula, he didn't come out of the box that way. That was a no. lot of work on my part. <laughs> it was a lot of effort. To, it takes a lot of effort for a really good woman to make a man a really great man. You know that whole saying, behind every great sure. man is a great woman? Of course. Behind every great man is an outstanding, patient, excellently tasted woman. That's the truth. Faux shizzle. Because men don't, most men do not look like Ed Ham, or uh, not Ed Ham, John Ham. They don't look like, uh, you know, madmen. Guys, I can't even, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Okay, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? And don't say a one-night stand. Uh, alligator. Really? Interesting. Tastes like really, really, really greasy chicken. I, I've had, um, I've had none of those weird things. I don't, I'm not into that. Like that guy, Ed Zimmern, who eats all those bizarre things. I would never. It's, it's, what's he with you and Ed today? It's not Ed Ham. It's not Ed Zimmern. Al? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. You know how I am about names. I'm surprised you remember my name. I don't ever call it. That's true. That's true. It's so. honey or something. Yeah. Right. For sure. So then you and I met and we, I, well, you wore me down. Let's be honest. <laughs> I finally gave in to you. I was, yeah. I was tired and I went, all right, fine. <laughs> and here we are today. 17 plus later. Oh, my God. Okay, so that's pretty much, is that pretty much, I mean, do you feel like we've 
pretty much given people s- somewhat of an idea of who you are? I mean, I feel like I did all the answering, but... <laughs> well, you just know, I mean, we know each other really well. I think that, uh, you know, we didn't talk about some of the stuff outside of the connection between you and how I came to be, but... What are you talking about? What do you well, need? Well, I just to... mean, you know, hobbies and all that stuff, but I'm... All that's, right, fine. That's even more boring, so... Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do this. Follow actually. me at Dubminer. Read the description. All my hobbies are there. You're good oh. to go. What's your favorite article of clothing? My sexified fishing shirt. Oh, no. No. Yeah. I, I think I threw that away, actually. No, no, you did not. Are you sure? Yep. I was. Gonna, I thought for sure you'd say your Giants hat. Well, I have a number of Giants hats, but yeah, those are those are favorites. I have to uh, cut down on the hat wearing as I get older because the fact that I wore <laughs> baseball hats my entire life. Yes, because you played baseball I as did. you grew up. Well, I was kind of. I was thinking about this. I I think of, I I was never really a jock per se. In the yeah, in the, you were. No, I don't think so because I think when I think of jock, I think of the personality of a jock. I was. I think closer to more like an athletic nerd, right? Like I played sports, but okay. I was nerdy, right? But I wasn't. I wasn't but in the jock But you were super crowd. good. You were super, super good at it. Though, yeah. baseball, you were really good at baseball. You could yeah. have played in college. I, I made the mistake of giving up baseball for money at a young age. Yeah, that's too bad. But, you know, that's... That's just, actually my one regret, I think. You have your one regret is quitting sports too early yeah. for jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would see. I could see that. I think that's one of the reasons why we really encourage kids. And I don't mean just our own, but kids in general, if you're fortunate enough to have the opportunity to play sports or to have, you know, an invested life in high school, you know, take advantage of every single moment because the second you get out, it is all about making the money. But, we, you know, yeah. so enjoy it. If you, if you get the opportunity to play sports in college, play it. Because you'll, there's no such thing as a professional water polo player. I right. mean, you can only do the Olympics for so long before you got to move on. Right. So I, I'm with you. It's like, take advantage. And I think, too, that, that the thing that makes me actually regret it is that I didn't need to do it. You know, I just did it selfishly to have money of my own. God, you sound like our children. Well, I think, well, but that's what I want them to be. Like, if they want money of their own, but it's like, we encourage them. It's like, if you get a chance to take your sport and you that you love and go as far as you can go with it, you should do it. And do it. It's paid off, you know? Sports yeah. in college right now. They're I, You know, I would have All loved them. to have played a sport in college. That I know, been right? Amazing. And, and they're doing it, so. It's true. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that's enough about you. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you very much for sharing with the listeners a little bit of your background. I know I answered a lot of the questions, but this is my show, so I get to do whatever I want, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to another boring discussion. Oh, um, let's talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that setup. But you know, here's the thing. I I actually do very much love sports. I just. I'm just not one of those people where I'm pouring over every like, you know, I, I do enjoy college games to, for the most part. You know, I, I won't watch them like all day long. Um, I, I will watch pro football all day because I do fantasy football. But even so, I would probably watch it all the time anyway, because I find it really exciting. And this has been an incredibly weird year for football, like really strange. And then but most importantly, it's the postseason for the for baseball. Oh, and Fortunately, the Giants, the San Francisco Giants, have skated into the uh, postseason by killing Pittsburgh, and now they're up against the Nationals, which, according to you, which I did not know this, they have the best uh, season record. Yeah, they had the, uh, best record. Record. They had the best regular season record, regular I believe, season in, record. Uh, in the league, yeah. 
And then they set us up uh, game one. They set us up with their first and their best pitcher. And although I don't, I'm not going to say it was a blowout or it was easy, but we did, the Giants did beat the Nationals game one. And so now we've got four more to go. Giants only need to win two more games and there's two games at home. So here's hoping. Right? I think I think there's potentially a date with the Dodgers ahead. I'm, oh my I'm, God. I mean, it's a little early to call, but I I, I would love some revenge on the blue. Uh, you know what though? I think yesterday was interesting, and I'll keep this short because not anybody, not everybody cares about baseball like I do. But the Giants have this thing that others don't, and and I even watching Kansas City last night. I think that that Kansas City on the American League side has that too. Is there's just this this chemistry to win like everybody counts them out it's completely underdog status Um, the Giants were the last at the bottom of the teams to actually get into the playoffs limped into the playoffs and then dominated in the one game like you said and then now now they're like oh my god they stunned the world and and everybody's saying (laughs) like like they the, the up against Strasburg who is one of the best pitchers in baseball, had more strikeouts than anybody, and we knocked his ass out in the fifth inning, just like we did the last time we played him this year. You know what? And the Giants have a knack for beating the absolute best pitcher on the other team. I mean, we did it in that two years ago in the World Series. Verlander twice. Pablo Pablo Sandoval, the Panda, hit three home runs off him in the first game and just knocked his brain completely out of the playoffs. So I I think that, you know, I I don't want to, you know, jinx it or anything because I I have a whiskey bet. Did I tell you about my whiskey bet? No. So my boss, the big boss, not at my work, but the big boss uh, oh. of our whole region actually lives in Washington, D.C. Okay. So I shot him oh, an so email. Oh, so nation- he's a nationals guy. Well, kind of. I-, I shot him an email going, hey, I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but you're down, you're down for, a, uh, for a little wager and uh, <laughs> a-, a-, a little whiskey wager. And he goes, well, I don't care about baseball. But I'm in for whiskey, whiskey, so. Awesome. Oh, well, that'll be exciting for the winter months. Yeah. Cool. Well, go Giants. I'm looking forward to uh, facing the Dodgers. I don't think in a very long time that the Dodgers and Giants have faced in the playoffs because they're in the same division and rarely both make the playoffs at the same time. So. Yeah, well. It would be interesting. Yeah, that, that one makes me a little nervous. Bring it on, baby. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're confident. You're a confident Giants fan. All You know what? As far as I'm concerned, all I want is I want to know where my hat is. My bling hat is Your missing, hat. and it's really making me mad. I bought this great sparkly bling San Francisco Giants hat from Victoria's Secret two years ago, and it's really cute. And I wore it to um, what I think it was like one of the first games of the season this year. Yep. And now I can't find it, and I'm so annoyed. And... Victoria's Secret had a new one this year, and I was like, oh, should I get it? No, because I like the one I have, and damn it, I lost it, and now I'm regretful. And I went to the Giants website to see if they have blingy hats, because I thought, oh, well, you know, Dallas Cowboys, they sell pink Mm -hmm. uh, Victoria's Secret on their site, so I thought maybe... You know, the Giants would do it, but no, they they do rhinestones, which is fine, but that's not what I want. Yeah, they have a couple sequins ones because no. I looked, but but they're not all sequins. It's like just the logo or something. So I it's don't not the want same. those. I know. They I do, want mine. I did find your hat, the, the newer one. On, it's on Amazon. Amazon has Victoria's Secret wear? Yeah, cause some, but it's somebody else is selling it. Like it's some. Is it used or something? No, it's brand new. Is it mine? But it's from a store. But yeah, exactly. It was Did you like steal it. It was like ninety bucks. 
That's because they don't make them anymore. I know. I know. Somebody bought it and the tags are still on it. So I'm, it's, oh, I'm, considering it. I'm considering it. Okay. Well, you know what? Speaking of, um, I want to go into celebrity news about people that I hate. Oh, okay. Because since Paul is not here, I've switched up the gossip a bit. And I know mm. you've got some gossip too, but I want to I wanna do mine first because... Sure. Okay. Well, I just um, want to see... Uh, for mine, I just want to see if I can actually find something that, that you I don't didn't know, know about. Because I, I know how it. hard that is. I know. It's a challenge, but I okay. figured I'd go for it. But um, speaking of, though, we do have an Amazon page, mm. The Ugly Truth, and we realize that you have many choices. If you're a podcast listener, everybody who does podcasting generally has an Amazon account that if you shop through their link, they benefit financially. We would love it if you would consider using The Ugly Truth Mall or using The Ugly Mall and click our link, bookmark it, and do your shopping through Amazon. Uh, pick up the Amazon Prime, which we all have, which is definitely worth the money. It's a, it's ninety nine dollars, but you know what? You get that in tenfold because you get almost always always free shipping, right? And that is a huge thing, uh, especially if you live somewhere remote or you know where it's difficult or you don't have a lot of stores around you. I know that there are a lot of stores in the you know a lot of places in the Midwest that don't have access to, you know, all the stores that we do in California or New York. So take advantage of it and please shop through Amazon. Yeah, Ugly and, mall. and most importantly, don't be the one with the shitty Halloween costume. Get it now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't don't if don't do have that, to yeah. run to the to the drugstore to CVS at you know six o'clock that day and get what's left. Go to yeah. Amazon.com. The links are there for Halloween costumes. Right on UglyTruth.com/slash/shop and make it happen. Yeah. So if you don't want to be a scary witch or a sexy cat, go to Amazon <laughs> through exactly. the Ugly Truth. All right. So I have celebrity news. About people that Jamie hates. Go. First one is the Neelys. Oh, God. You know how much I hate the Neelys, mm-hmm. right? And it's always been a joke and not a funny joke, but it's always been... Not everybody what? knows who they are. I'm Well, I'm getting to it. If you just, you know, shut your yap for a minute, I will say who the Neelys are. Mute. They are, <laughs> they are a couple who um, ha- they are on the Food Network. They are African-American and they do soul food or they do Southern cooking is basically what they do. It's stuff that if you grew up in the South and you had, you know, an extensive family and Southern Sunday dinners and all of that, that's the kind of food they prepare. Now, I'm not opposed to that kind of food. The barbecue and stuff that they do is probably very good. What I don't like about them is their persona on television. It's over-sexual. Yes, we know you're married, but I don't want to see you licking his finger when you're making ribs. I mean, it's just, it's so incredibly over the top and annoying to me. I hate it. Hate it. So they've been on for, I think they've been around for like almost a decade and I've never enjoyed them. Just can't stand it. And they also cook food that's not that healthy. And and that's one of the reasons why I didn't like Paula Dean either. Right. So uh, the Neelys are getting divorced. Wow. And now that is pretty common knowledge at this point of the show. You know, the show will drop, but this has been going on for almost two weeks now, this news. But it says Gina Neely filed for divorce from her husband, Pat, after 20 years of marriage. The cooking couple that starred in Down Home with the Neelys hated each other for years. They faked it. They hated each other. They endured 11 seasons of mutual contempt before they finally filed for divorce. Holy crap. It says sources close to the couple tell the report uh, the marriage was doomed even before the show fired up in 2009 and the pressures of TV made things worse. We're told the Neelys had no idea the show would endure, but they rode the fame train when it became a hit. 
with each accusing the other of having an unquenchable thirst for the spotlight. So they kept calling each other fame whores, basically. Now they finally decided to call it quits. He has splintered off by himself, and he believes that Gina will fail without him because his family owns the famous recipes, and he's the actual chef. As for her, she thinks she can trump him because she's the better TV personality. They will still be tied at the hip. They have a uh, restaurant in New York called Neely's Barbecue Parlor, and they don't plan on selling it. So what's interesting, and this always happens if you ever see couples who've been together for a really long time, and maybe they've been faking it for a few years, she's lost like 40 pounds. She's super, super skinny, and now she is um, endorsing the George Foreman Grill. Because, you know, a long time ago, the George Foreman grill was the way to lose weight because it got rid of all the fat out of your food. So they're kind of bringing that back. And now she's like the spokesperson. Uh And he's actually kept really quiet because he's the one that owns all the recipes. And so I couldn't tell you, you know, you have known me for, you know, almost 20 years now. And you know that when I meet someone and I say there's something not right about that person, no matter what they say or what they do, if there's something not right. I always find it and inevitably it comes to fruition. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're good. Yeah. You catch that. You catch that stuff pretty early. Almost immediately. So that's the first thing. The divorce was, was somewhat shocking, but you know, I wasn't super shocked, but what was shocking to me is how much they hate each other. <laughs> I was like, of course they do. They were faking it for so long. Do they so even I, have kids or anything? They have two children oh, okay. and they're adults. Well, and I think go. they, well, I think they were waiting until their kids were grown. Uh, I, exactly to be honest right. with you, I, I really think that's what they were doing. Very common. Yes, because divorce isn't nearly as painful when your children are adults, right? No, I get it. I, I don't agree with it. I'm just Not saying either. lots of people do it. Yes, they do. It's like, oh, great. My whole childhood was a lie. Thanks, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. And my second bit of news uh, is Anne Hathaway. Because, of course you know, it is. Because we all know how much I hate <laughs> Anne Hathaway. I really can't stand her. And I, I don't know, like I said, don't know what it is. There's something about her I don't like. But she um, is on the cover of uh, Elle magazine from the, the UK version. And she was interviewed. Now, this has been making the press rounds. This isn't shocking, jaw-dropping news. But this is the quote that she had in her interview with Elle magazine, I've realized that I don't need validation from anybody at all. I'm not sitting here now worrying, what do you think of me? With all due respect, you seem like a lovely lady, but I don't need you or anyone else to like me. This fame thing fucked me up for a long time. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to engage with it. It stressed me out. And people would say, you just have to be yourself. And I was like, but I don't even know who that is yet. She totally gives a shit. She totally cares. She's doing that whole thing that people do. I don't even care what you say. And (laughs) they absolutely do give a shit. She's she's trying to get away from the backlash. And I think she is a fame whore. And, you know, the fact that before she was famous, everybody says she was a super nice person. Totally believe it. I think she inherently is. But I think she is one of these people that buys into her own bullshit. And there's a few of them that do. She's definitely one of them. Definitely knows that she's the shit. Do you remember, speaking of of people who probably were super nice before and now they're not, do you remember us having a conversation how you felt that Ariana Grande was probably a bitch? Yes. So I was saving this in the event that I had to fill in. So oh, <laughs> we did a show with Ariana Grande. And this is the iHeartRadio Music Festival. She was there, obviously. But we did a show in our iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles just with her. 
So I was I was talking to someone who's a big part of that whole process at the at the iHeartRadio Theater, and I said, you know, my wife thinks that um, Ariana Grande is probably a bitch, and she goes, I can't even begin to tell you <gasps> how much of a bitch she is. Get out of here! She was talking to some of the people that booked the talent, and she was there. So I mean, she saw this happen. She saw but, it happen. Yeah. So it was a record label person or some artist, something that somebody that has been doing it for you know a bajillion years and worked with every talent that there is, and said she's off the charts, bitch. Get out of here! No. She's not old enough to be that big of a and bitch. That's kind of what makes it even worse, right? That just amplifies it, really. Who but, told her she was so, so cool? So apparently, uh, Mario Lopez, who works for us, and every, you should know he's the E. Yeah, I know who he is. He was on Saved by the Bell. Yeah, he he's interviewing her, and he says to her, "What's your cheat meal? Like you're obviously in good shape. You got to stay in good shape. What's your cheat meal?" She's like, "What?" Like, and he's what are you like, like, about? like, what's your cheat meal? Like, like. Like, if you need to, like, just have whatever and, and diss the whole diet thing and all that kind of stuff, what do you do? Do you, you know, is it pizza? Is it, you right. know, whatever? And she goes, ah, I am vegan. Oh, I my. never cheat. Oh, whatever, <laughs> you little cunt. So. Oh, my so God. I just wanted to share with you that your radar, uh, your bitch radar was on the money. Oh, you know what? She's too young to be that much of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, Anne Hathaway can do it. She's way too. She's a fetus. Yeah. She's she has no business being that much of a bitch yet <laughs> to other people. Oh. Uh, you're not going to be the darling for long, especially if you're. You know, you ain't Mariah Carey, honey. Right. You can't go around acting like that shit. Anyway, what? Okay, so what else? So I just have. I have. I'm just going to give you three quick things, and if you know them, I'm not going to tell the story. If you don't, I'll tell the story. All right. Unless I have an opinion on it. Correct. I, okay. First, I'll start off with an easy one. Go. You and I had the conversation last night that uh, of the, uh, what's his name, Charlie Sheen pulling the knife yes. on the dentist, yes. right? Did you hear the latest? And if so, what is it without looking it up? Did he get his abscess treated? Nope. Because I'm the one that told you he was high on cocaine. Right. Yes. No, so I don't know the follow-up. Okay, tell so me the follow-up. The dental technician has sued him for sexual assault. What did he do? Try to finger her or something? Uh, it, it just uh, We all knew about the knife thing. He was high on rock cocaine. Oh, my God. You know what? Apparently, the knife story is made up, according what? to Charlie, and that this oh. woman made it up and that she has been fired for violating HIPAA by telling her that Charlie Sheen was in the office and all this kind of stuff happened. So, anyway. Oh, my God. Well, that I believe, actually. Yeah. That I do believe. You know, that's the weird thing about Charlie Sheen is he is super powerful. In the entertainment world. He's like the godfather of gossip. It's so weird because he's such a mess. Like, he is just such a walking disaster. Yeah. But he has had better people fired for weird shit for no reason. It's so crazy. It, and he always comes out flawlessly clean. It's so strange. He has demolished women left and right in his life. And yet somehow he's still working. Yeah. Making money, and I don't think respect is a strong word, but he is able to work with some really reputable people. It's so crazy. I want to know who he really is, like, because it's not just this guy. You know what I mean? I don't know that I could keep up with somebody like that. 
No one can. That's why he hires people. Yeah. But there's something. There is some. There is a story there. There is a reason why he gets away. He's like that really bad, spoiled kid who has the incredibly wealthy parents right. who just pay for him to. You know, they pay for his mistakes, and nobody touches him because of the money. He's not that rich, is he? I mean, I mean, I know his dad is someone big, but come on, he's not like. You know, yeah, I don't we'll know. have to look one day. We'll have to look up his net worth. That shouldn't be too hard to find. But it's not even about the money. It's power. True. That's what's weird no, about Charlie sure. Shane. It's power. OK, so I'm one for one. Right? right. So you didn't know that one. I did not. So number two, do you know the connection between Tiger Woods and Ashton Kutcher? Yes, it's an escort. It's the girl. So what about the girl? Yes, correct. Well, no, it's not. It's not that um, it's. It's the name of the baby. Yeah, they, oh, okay. they named their daughter Wyatt. Yes. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher named their daughter Wyatt, which I always thought, I, I mean, it's cute, but it's weird. Right. I did read the brief uh, relation to had, that had to do with Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend. Yeah, the mistress Rachel Uchitel or something Uchitel, like that. Uchitel, right. right. And, and her baby's name, which is not Tiger Woods' baby, apparently, is also Wyatt. And she started a clothing line uh, and it has a little boutique called Wyatt Lily in new uh-huh. york and yes. apparently a lot of uh a lot of the gifts that the baby received from others came from that store interesting yeah that is weird yeah you pretty much knew that one yeah but i mean i didn't realize that she had a boutique and all that stuff right, that's right. kind of a weird thing they yeah. must have really just loved the name wyatt sure uh okay and last but not least and you may okay. not you may know this one because it's been going on for years but it just recently hit the news again what? uh because it was a pretty big article on it cousin eddie from National Lampoon. He's Randy crazy. Quaid. Yeah. He's nuts. Yeah, well, he is actually extremely paranoid. And for decades, he and his wife have said that there's this group in Hollywood trying to kill them. I did re- I did hear about that, but I thought they were insane. Yeah. Well, they are insane, but I think that, that they're, they're literally saying that there's this shadowy organization that not only is trying to kill them, but was responsible for the deaths of Heath Ledger, David Carradine, and oh, Chris Penn. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you know what? You had me until you said the responsible for death thing. Oh, man. So... <sighs> Because you know what? It wouldn't surprise me at all that there was some weird underground group in Hollywood, you know, in the entertainment industry. That wouldn't surprise me in the least. If right. there if those exist or if there is one that exists, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But <laughs> it's been this uh, it's been this massive descent into weirdness for a long Why? time. I, I did not realize though that she actually has some socialite fame to her as well beyond uh, uh being married to randy quaid but it's random though it's not her uncle founded revlon i mean you know so they had money but isn't it strange how one really crazy person finds the only other crazy person who would who would have sex with her or him (laughs) and now they're actually together and now they've developed this incredible world of crazy and i mean look mental health is no joke Right. But oh, for sure. these people clearly don't want assistance because, you know, when you're an adult, there's nothing, you know, you can't force people to get help. But I have a feeling that this is being contributed, you know, their their unsta- instability is being contributed by alcohol and drugs and God only knows what else. So, so get get this part of the story. This is funny. So uh, Ra- Randy's uh, there's a lot of uh, sentences in this story that started that that start with Randy's odd behavior continued when blank blank blank. <laughs> Um, But it says Randy's odd behavior began escalating in 2005 when he sued the producers of Brokeback Mountain for underselling the film and in turn causing his payday to be a little more lackluster than he would have wanted. Randy Quaid was in Brokeback Mountain? Not in it, but he was involved in the producing. He was? Apparently so. 
Are you um, sure? Well, I, there's some kind of involvement because he sued the producers because he should have made more money. So maybe he was in I it. I could have sued know. the producers. Yeah, exactly. It says then in 2000, <laughs> then in 2006, the producers of Entourage called the police to Randy Quaid's residence. Their neighbors apparently were having a party. So in retaliation, Randy and e- Evie, which is this, his wife's name, installed speakers in their treetops and began booming a song that Randy had sung in the 2004 animated film Home on the Range. Oh, dear. Yeah, and he it, was in Brokeback Mountain. He was actually in it. He oh, played okay. a small role. So he basically sued because he he didn't get enough he, money. He, well, whatever. I, I didn't see it, so I didn't know he was in it. But, but the, obviously there's a connection. And so anyway, so it's it's been uh, completely chaos for them. So those those are my three things. You, pre- you pretty much knew two of them. So that's too bad. I'll take my well, win. you know what? I try to keep up with the current events, but, you know, little details like that. I don't sure. I didn't know. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UgleeTruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. So I don't, of course, because it's not in my DNA, but do you have an ugly and awkward moment this week? It is time for the ugly and awkward moment of the week. And actually, you were witness to it. Um, And I was going to have an addendum to the ugly and awkward moment of the week because I'm feeling really sad. You know, when you pass genetics onto your children you go god i'm really sorry you have my large head or you know whatever mm-hmm. i unfortunately for malia i think she has um i think she's inherited the um ugly and awkward moment my and it's too bad we're not strong enough to uh overcome. she is so beautiful and no she, genetically she is a lot like you she's tall she's thin and she's but she's luckily she's got my cute little butt and not that my butt's cute, little, but I mean, she's got the little round, you know, she's got a cute little figure. So she's got the perfect mix of you and I physically, but, and she's incredibly bright. And I think she gets that from me, but wow. that's just my opinion. I mean, yeah. you're smart too. Thanks. But I'm, I'm like, what is it? I'm one lab accident away from evil super villain. villain. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's not true because I can't do math, but she can. So that's from you. I have a love-hate relationship with our animals. Now, I love our dogs dearly. I hate when they come in without being told, you know, when they come barreling in and, you know, get hair everywhere. That pisses me off. But they don't pee in the house. They don't damage furniture or walls. They don't do any of that weird stuff. They're really good, well-behaved dogs. So, And I'm a dog person anyway. I love dogs. I do like cats. I don't love cats, but I like them a lot if they're normal. But for some reason... Our, the female cats we've had, our male cats have always been awesome, but our female cats are psycho. There's a pattern. And so there's this one cat that we have, Isabel, who is gorgeous. Her fur feels like rabbit fur. It's so soft. And I was the fool who picked her up out of the shelter and was insistent that we have her. That was a mistake. Now we have her for until, you know, God, probably another 10, 15 years, you know, because I think she's only like three or four years old. And sadly, she's healthy. So she's going to be around for a while. But she won't let people pick her up very often. 
And I mean, she will go through phases where she'll be friendly. But overall, if you walk towards her, she runs away like she's feral and right. it pisses me off and I don't get it. And and I I'm going on and on about it. I'm going up the stairs to go to my room to do whatever. And she's laying on one of the stairs and I don't see her do that very often. I thought it was really cute. Now, you were behind me and I was walking up and I went, I bent over to pet this fucking cat. And I'm like, oh, it's well, you look so pretty. Kunk, kunk. And I tripped and fell forward and almost hit the and almost smushed the cat. And of all the times that the cat would normally run away like a crazy person, it stayed there. And I'm like, well, I could have literally broken its neck because <laughs> I landed like with my elbow. Yeah, you could have face planted into the cat. And you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I was I was just trying to pet the cat. <laughs> That's all I was trying to do. Those stairs are dangerous. I don't know what we were thinking getting stairs with us. I remember I remember the kids forever. They're like, oh, we want stairs so bad. We would yeah. visit my parents and they love stairs and stairs and stairs. And I grew up with stairs. And I was like, guys, that it, it, short lived, baby. Like Short lived. a day. You're going to like it for a minute. And then yeah. you're going to be like, oh, my God. I don't want to yeah. climb up the stairs. Yeah, I'll just so. sleep down here. But yesterday, Malia, um, I was taking her to school and she was going downstairs and she tripped and almost fell down the stairs. Yeah. And she's like, and, you know, you've heard it from me. I'm okay. I'm all right. Everything's good. I'm okay. I didn't hurt myself. Anyway, well, that's that was my ugly and awkward moment. A pretty light week because um, I've been doing a lot of work. So I really haven't had the opportunity to truly do anything awkward. Although, what did I do? I was said something to someone the other day. Oh, I was at Trader Joe's. Of course. I was going to say, you you went, you went, you know, we got paid, yo, because we needed food. So I know that you were at least at four or five grocery slash retail box stores. Yeah. There had to I, be something. You know what? And I did think about this to myself going, you know what? I'm just so grateful that they responded differently than a normal human would because mostly they would be looking at me like, why are you why are you telling me this? And they actually kind of did. The, the 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 guy that was bagging my food did. I had a really great checker. And I will endorse Trader Joe's till the day I die. They are the best store ever. If I could get Pete's coffee there, I would buy everything there. I and love why, that store. And why did you have a great checker? What did he do? It was a girl. It was a woman, oh, okay. which is why it doesn't matter anymore. Mm. She carded me for wine. Another Trader Joe's carding, everyone. I loved it. I, I just so... And I know that at some point people get irritated. Like... <laughs> come on, do I really look like I'm not old enough to buy wine Never. or whatever? So she's like, I'm sorry, can I see your ID? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And she kind of whispered it, you know, because it's embarrassing, apparently. I said, yeah, no problem. So I handed her my ID and she looked and she goes like this. And it's the same every time. They're like, oh, thank yeah. you. They're always so surprised yeah, because I don't look, look younger than you are. I yes. look a lot younger than than I actually am. And thank God for genetics and moisturizer and a lot of water. If you want to know the secret you have to drink a lot of water and you have to moisturize and wear sunscreen every single day, including your neck and your hands. You have to do it. It's just necessary. And start young, ladies. Even if you're mid-20s, find the oil-free moisturizer, put on that sunscreen. Tan is cool. Skin cancer is not. It's your ugly lip and clip tip of the week. You have to do it. Well, I mean, you need mascara and lip gloss too, but as far as skincare goes... You must do it. So I'm standing there and she was talking. She goes, oh, God, I, I don't know. I did something weird to my back or something. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And and then that's pretty much all she said. She goes, yeah, I tweaked it or something. And so out of nowhere, just like when I asked the guy about if New York smelled like pee. Yeah. I said, you know, I hurt my butt the other day. Oh like, God. I'm like, I was walking around going, why does my butt hurt so bad? And I said it really loud. <laughs> and the 
the bagger he like looks up he's like what i said yeah i guess it was an upper hamstring pull or something and he's like oh okay (laughs) i was like why did i and why is it that i elevate my voice at that time you know it's like we're like ha 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 chit chat chit chat why does my butt hurt so bad? <laughs> well, and that's always the moment right when you say stuff like that, when the room or the area you're quiet. in goes silent. Sure. Or like the other day when I was at the other grocery store and there was this really rugged Harley Davidson guy. He was good looking um, getting on his bike. He had his leathers. You know, he had a really cool Harley. And I happened to be looking a little rock and roll that day. I was wearing my motorcycle boots and black you know, my black pants and I looked really kind of cool. And he looked at me at the corner of my eye and I'm on the phone calling you because I wanted to say hi before I went into my hell, which is the grocery store. And I'm walking by him. He gives me a little look in the eye, but he's relaxed and he's just doing his thing. And right when I'm walking right behind him, you picked up the phone. And because I have no control over my vocal uh, level, I'm he, you were like, hello. And I'm like, hi. And I scared the shit out of him. <laughs> and I, was, I turned around. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, why do I? Why I do that? I have no idea. Shopping does so. not disappoint with you. That is for it, sure. It doesn't. Speaking of, you're gonna you're gonna buy me some things soon, right? Though I'm in need of some presents. Yes, absolutely. Presents. And, and, well, I've, the the uh, I noticed you've been adding to the Pinterest board that you connected me to of things you should. I think it's called something like things you should consider getting me or something. No, like that. no, that's not it at all. It says Christmas list to oh. help Dub buy something normal and write. <laughs> well, that's why I joined Pinterest in the first place. Is because I wanted to see your boards to see the kind of stuff you like. Because I'm not. Uh, you know, I have a running list of things when you mention them because I know I'll ultimately forget them and need that opportunity. So, well, uh, now that you've finally, finally vowed to stop buying me technology yeah, and buy I, me actual well, girl things, I'll still do it, but never as a gift. Okay. Right? I mean, if you need a phone or something like that, we'll still do that. But, but, but I have given up uh, buying technology as an actual like birthday, Christmas, that sort of thing. So. Or like how you bought me the KitchenAid mixer, the really expensive KitchenAid mixer. But I told you specifically, if you get that for me for Christmas, I'm leaving you because yeah, that is not how I roll. Yeah, you don't. Please don't that's do like, that. That's like buying a mother a washing machine for Mother's <laughs> Day. It's... Yeah. Don't buy me a gift for the house. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks don't for this that. chore you've given me. Yes. So how did you like my uh, video? Um, <laughs> I was telling. What video? I'm so pissed that I told you this last night because I wanted to tell you this on the show today that oh. I saw a tiger eat a man. Yeah. yeah I mean, I didn't see him like gut him or anything like that. I just saw this dude somewhere in a foreign land. He jumped into a tiger den and the tiger was checking him out and then suddenly just grabbed him by the head and drug him off. And I told you the reason I told it to you, <laughs> although the way I said it was very probably alarming. Because I was very calm when I said it. I'm like, I saw a tiger eat a man today. And you're like, <laughs> like out of nowhere, we were watching baseball. Oh, no, we were watching Modern Family. And you yeah. just kind of looked at me and Natalie, one of our daughters, was sitting on the couch. And you're like, I saw a tiger eat a man today. Yeah, I know. I did. I. It was very, it was alarming because I wasn't expecting to see it. But, you know, luckily the man died quickly because tigers have a way of quickly killing things well i think i think you know there's so much videos being posted on facebook and and whatever that that when somebody shares something that says watch this tiger eat a man you're kind of expecting there to be like a joke well no what it said it didn't even say that though it just said 
it, I saw a picture of a zoo area. Clearly, it was a zoo thing. Sure. And there was a. It just said, "Oh my god, this tiger!" And I was like, "Oh, what?" I, and usually, when there's no pretense, it's something funny, like. Right. You know, a, a pug dog saying help or a goat laughing or, you know, whatever. I mean, they're usually super random, funny, whatever stuff. And uh, no, this was not that. <laughs> so I now I'm going to have to be really careful because I don't want to see anything violent. Yeah. Well, what was funny is just the way you brought it up. So like even like I, I had this blank stare on my face and Natalie, who seemed to be very involved in her phone and not really paying attention, stopped everything she was doing and turned around and we're like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I really don't know. It's true. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show. We limped through this one, man. Man, did. did we limp through this one? But I don't think so. I think it was fun, except for the boring, you know, 20 minutes on me. Well, you're going to edit that out. <laughs> All of it. No, not all of it. You're going to edit you're going to edit some of it and you know, you'll put the boring stuff. It's not boring, it's just extensive. So the extended version will be in our ugly cuts which you can get through our app exclusively. That's right. Buy that app, people. Yeah, get the app. It's really actually there's there's almost I think there's 4 hours of of content that you will only hear on that app and it's really easy to get. We have it for the Droid and the iPhone, so you can get it on either smartphone. And then you always have access to the exclusive content. And, right. you know, someday we'll, I'm sure, you know, apps are always improving. I'm sure, you know, Paula would love it if she could put video on there. I'm not a fan, but she, God, she just wants so badly to be seen. So I'm sure that <laughs> she will add, you know, video and stuff. Sure. Check it out, support the show. And, you know, in return, you get some exclusive content that producer Dove deems necessary to keep. Not bad enough to delete ever. We usually don't delete anything. I really don't. Just the little little cuts here and there. But anything with content in it, I, I share it much to uh, Paula's chagrin. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. when she mentions that she wants something cut, she means like deleted forever. And right? I tend not to do that. <laughs> so uh, good news for the Paula fans out there. She will be back next week uh, for sure. Her vacation ends and uh, we will be back with a new episode. Probably talk a little bit about the history of uh, some of the items that you may not know about us that we forgot to uh, remind you of like why do we go UG and why do we call it the ugly and I know some of our long-term listeners absolutely know so we'll keep it short and we'll bring you some new stuff Paula's gonna have a lot of ugly and awkward moments for you I will have new ugly and awkward moments we will um, probably be talking about our plans for the fall and winter we have a couple of uh, exciting uh, trips planned and then of course the holidays and all of that that comes with it I'm looking forward to it I'm looking forward to our little reunion on the show and I hope you are as well thank you very much for listening bye bye that's it for this week be sure to check out UglyTruth.com iHeartRadio iTunes Stitcher or of course the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows and then every Sunday you'll get a brand new episode we truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family until next time get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly my friends <laughs>